0: Hello, and welcome to the ramen bowl podcast today's episode is on the new horror game the quarry so we're just going to get straight into this because there is a lot and i mean a lot to talk about with this game if you're familiar with until dawn or the dark anthology trilogy this is what that type of game is it is a very choice heavy game is choose your own adventure Try and save all the characters, kill all the characters, or just play how you see fit. And that's what I did in my first playthrough, which is what I'm going to be covering here. So obviously I don't have all of the knowledge on the different endings or how it goes about saving all of the characters or killing all of the characters. Um, I did not save all of them and I did not kill all of them. I had very little survivors in my first playthrough. But we're going to talk about that in a bit. And just as I always put out here, major spoiler warning. If you are in any way interested in playing this game, I recommend not listening to this episode yet and coming back after you finish the game. It is a long game, but it is very much worth it. Uh, there are a lot of spoilers I'm going to be giving in here. And some I don't even know because I haven't played through like the different di- uh, ways and directions you can. So if you are really interested in playing this for yourself and don't want it spoiled, I recommend skipping this episode for now and going to play the game. It is really good and I highly recommend it. So that is your spoiler warning. Let's get into the pros. But Before we do that, let's actually just give a brief summary of what this game is. So obviously, it's like Until Dawn, it follows the same choose your own adventure, your your choices have consequences. And in this game, The consequences are very, very heavy. This is a merciless game. Um, I've experienced many times where I'm like, oh, cool, this character just got saved, or hey, they're alive now. And then the next decision you make will either kill them or let them live, or they just die in general. So let's, based on the choices you make. So pretty much the basic story is camp counselors at a camp, things go really bad. Again, major spoiler warning. Um, Werewolves because of a curse put on the family in a way um, who owns this, the Hackett's quarry Campgrounds, I guess, is this nice summer camp. These counselors are leaving for the summer after summer camp has finished. And they cannot stay there after dark because of the werewolves. Uh, Every full moon, everybody who is cursed with it will turn into a werewolf. So, you know, Mr. Chris Hackett, you know, the camp, counselor in a way like the leader of the camp in a way the boss he is trying to get them out as quick as possible and then jacob decides to sabotage the car because he wants to get back with his fling that he had over the summer which i will get to in the cons later but so he does that they're not allowed to leave so they have to stay at the camp which then turns into the nightmare that they experience with all the werewolves and trying to figure out the curse and all that and who's doing who and all that um so yeah that's pretty much the basic summary very cliche horror movies like you know camp counselors teenagers having to uh you know survive against these horrors very basic plot in a way but as the story progresses and as the game progresses the story gets so in-depth and there's so much you need to like read in the game and learn through different um, ant- answers and responses in conversation and just looking at all these things and trying to figure it out for yourself, which I really like. But to stay on topic, let's go to the pros. So the first pro is the game looked good, but there are some drawbacks that we're going to talk about later in the cons. So I'm just going to leave it as the animation or not the animation. For the most part, the game looked good. There was some good detail, but I'm not saying it's great, and I'm not gonna go into more depth, except sometimes it was good. Moving on. The voice acting was okay. Like I said, in no way is this a perfect game. The voice acting was it was okay. You know, i it wasn't like really bad, but it wasn't um it wasn't amazing. So and they did have actual actors in this game. They had Ted Raimi from uh evil dead so i thought that was cool he was a pretty important character which i liked i love the evil dead so they did have some actors in this but some of them just sometimes didn't feel like they were saying and it just sounded really corny and cheesy like the writing wasn't that good um the conversations sometimes felt very very scripted obviously they are but i feel like sometimes they didn't portray it but for the most part the the voice acting was pretty good like the scream like when they're actually like in danger they're that's kind of what i'm talking about when they're in danger in the situations like once it gets into the actual like gameplay and the horror side of it is when it gets the voice acting gets good in the beginning it's a little corny a little cheesy but as it gets on when they're like actually always stressing out they're always scared that's when the voice acting gets really good like when a character gets grabbed or attacked by a werewolf it gets the, the characters emotions and reactions are always very good But moving on. I thought the characters were great. I know a lot of people were talking about how the characters weren't good. I actually genuinely liked the characters and only really hated one character, and that was Emma, and I made sure she died first in my playthrough. But anyway, so other than Emma, I thought all of the characters were really good. They obviously fit a very specific tag, in a way. They were all very stereotypical. You know, you have the emo brooding guy, you have the one who's secretly gay, you have the playful one. You have the one who's like always breaking the rules. You have the athletic one. You have the popular girl who wants to be an actress. Like you have all of these. You have the foreign one, the guy from Australia, Nick. Um, so you definitely have a lot of these stereotypes. But I feel like they don't really stick to them that much as the as the game goes on. Like Ryan, who's this really emo brooding type, steps up and becomes the leader and really starts trying to help out the group, at least if you let him survive. Like, if you choose to let him die, obviously that's not going to change. But in my playthrough, he stepped up and was the leader. Um, Dylan didn't officially come out as gay, but he definitely started to help more. And he was like not cr- constantly cracking jokes. He was trying to help. He was kind of becoming more anxious. Um, so he was kind of like coming out of the closet in a way. Um and all these characters, like you see Jacob, who's this big athletic guy who's supposed to be this really strong one, is really like self-conscious. he's really sad. He's crying in a lot of it because of Emma. So it's it's really cool. and I think the characters were very well done. Dylan was one of my favorite characters in the game. I thought he was just really funny, and I always liked when he like when he's talking, he's just I like his um, dialogue and I think his writing was very good. Caitlyn was good. Jacob was good. I didn't like Emma. that was the only character I didn't like even the characters that weren't as big like max and i was gonna say laura but laura does come back again big spoiler um even max who we don't really get to see much until towards the end of the game when they kind of explain the backstory of their stories um and like what happened after uh ted raimi kind of you know travis injected them with the knockout juice i guess the drugs um even then, I think it, it was really cool how he was slowly figuring out that he was infected and had become a werewolf. He was trying to figure out what was going on and see him slowly changing as he's trying to learn. It was really good. I love the characters. I was very attached when I, I accidentally killed some of them. Um, so I think they were really well done. I think that was just one of the big parts of this game and why I was so invested. I sat down and played this game for hours. Like I finished it uh, as of recording this. I finished it the day yesterday um I, it took me about two days to finish because i was really trying to like find all the secrets in my first playthrough really play learn the characters i wasn't like speed running it trying to save all of them and get the different endings so i really did like the characters there was like i said emma was the only real character i didn't like there are some cons about the characters that i want to talk about later but for right now i really do think the characters were well done and well written especially with their character development the monsters in this case were the werewolves they were really freaky. We don't really get to see a like full in-depth of them for a lot of the game until you get to pretty much the very end when it's coming to the end of the night. Um, and you really get to see them more. So before, it's kind of just like all these dark, shadowy figures or you got to see through their eyes as they're hunting everybody down, or you'd see them kind of like attack and then run off in the shadows and the bushes. So we didn't get to see them a whole lot. But as we get to learn more about them and see more of them, they are really freaky. Like, I really wasn't expecting them to go this route with the werewolves. They're they're more like the Wendigos from Fallout 76 in a way. Like, they they act very wolf-like in a way, like very, like, animalistic. But they are still very humanoid in a way. Like, it's kind of like they got that body of a, a wolf, but their head is kind of like half human, half wolf like a werewolf would and it is freaky like there's no real like there's a little snout but it's it's weird especially with the eyes but anytime they were on their four like they're on their four legs it didn't really bother me but when they stood up on their hind legs were standing like a person freaked me out don't know why the faces were really creepy the eyes especially were they were really freaky especially when they changed into werewolves is very unique in my opinion now, I haven't watched a ton of werewolf movies, you know, I'm not like sitting down and binging Twilight, but I feel like this, the transformation is incredibly unique. Now, we don't really get to see it very up close. It's usually like as they're transforming, they'll cut away and show what happens, but pretty much the person who's infected will slowly, like their veins will kind of go black and they'll start to get really aggressive in their speech and their how they act. And then all of a sudden, they just kind of like burst, and they just it kind of like pop. Like they, their skin, their clothes, and their hair bursts in a big thing of blood. So you see in the jail cell, when Lara and Max are in the jail cell, you see Max transform in a way where even with um, Nick, uh, unfortunately in my playthrough, he got infected. But what happens was he kind of just bursts, and you see this big shower of blood, like this big wave of blood just go everywhere because that's what happens. They kind of burst. And then out comes the werewolf as if it was like inside of them. Now obviously when the sun comes they transform back. They don't show that you really never you do not see them transform back. That from in my playthrough. It would just kind of like cut and boom they're there. They're just back to humans. So we don't really know how that works. Um I didn't mind that honestly. I mean I wish they could have I wish they would have shown it at least once just to make sure. But I think it worked that way. But uh, yeah, they were really Freaky, and at some occasions, uh, the jump scares never really got me in this game, but sometimes it was very tense when you were running for them, and they were kind of freaky how they would just appear and just the way they were, the way they like moved and all that. I didn't like it, it was very freaky. So, and another thing that this game has, and it's not entirely unique, a lot of games uh, do this to build uh, tension and stress, the breathing sections. Now, at the beginning of the game, I didn't really get it, but I never failed one of them but they were really tense and they well they did teach you how to do it um you kind of in my opinion you kind of had to like learn exactly like the timings um it's not hard you just wait for the red around the screen to go away but they were always really tense in my opinion they always built so much stress in me and i don't know why but they were really well done but pretty much any time you decided to hide um at least towards the end of the game Pretty much, what would happen is you would hold your breath, and you would have to wait until the enemy would walk away, and then you have to do it at the perfect time to where they can't hear you breathe out and run away. So they were always very tense because you'd always see them kind of like creeping around, and you know it's like a choose your own story with a lot of twists in the in your decisions. So you're always sitting like, oh crap, is it gonna see me? Is doing this breathing section just bad? Like you, you can't get out of it. Like you chose the wrong thing. They're gonna that character's gonna die now. So it was. Always very tense, because most deaths in this game, they're permanent, is how it works. Now, some, if they get infected, you can turn them back. Like, that's how this works. If you kill the patient zero, it kind of is like a chain. So, like, Caleb was the start, kind of. And then it went on and got Chris. It got Kayla, um, I think her name was. And then it just went on. So, when they killed Caleb, everything, everybody what got the curse got removed pretty much but like max got laura so when they killed max or when they killed chris sorry who got max it um so it it ended it for laura like they weren't cursed anymore so it, it was a weird way on how they removed the curse but there were some instances where oh crap that character got infected they're probably dead now it was good that you could get them back but yeah, the breathing sections very, very stressful. I love them, and I also hate them. <laughs> so, uh, back to the characters for a brief second. Um, I think, and I talked about this a little bit previously, but the characters I felt had incre- had great character development. I think how they slowly changed from their stereotypes of who they were as like the great base characters for most plots. Um, how they slowly changed, like I said the ryan who is this dark emo brooding kid who always kind of sat under the deck and listened to podcasts he stepped up to be the leader at least in my playthrough so like i said i love the character development they always were like breaking their stereotypes breaking the tropes of what kind of character they are and i love that now some of them like dylan in my opinion in in my playthrough didn't really change all that much but he still was changing in a way and re, um, acting with and reacting to different characters and all that. And how he um, kind of was like around them in his dialogue changed over time as he stopped being like the the class clown in a way and kind of stepped up to be more serious and like fearful about what's going on and kind of trying to protect everybody and make sure we all had. And he was right. Honestly, in the beginning he, when Nick in my playthrough he got infected. He got attacked him and Abby. Uh Dylan was like, "Yo, I see these, you know, his veins are turning black. We need to cut his leg off." And I'm like, "No, I'm not listening to you." And then we slow and as we go on, we learn that is right, we should have cut the limb off. We should have cut his leg off um cuz that's how you get infected is if it reaches your brain and all that. So You slowly learn. You like he's this. He's kind of like very smart. He's learning, and I love that. Like you start off like you're the class clown. What are you talking about? We're not gonna. I don't believe you. I'm not cutting his leg off. That's awful. And then as it goes on, you're like, oh, oh crap. He was right. So I I just think the character development was really good, and I just wanted to reiterate that and bring that back because I felt like that was a very big part of this game, and I think they did it very well. Um. The plot twists. This game is heavy, heavy, heavy on story. That's like this whole thing. So it was really good. Especially towards the end, I was really interested really invested in the story. I think they did a great job explaining the curse and how it worked, where it started, how the Hag of Hackett's Quarry came about, like how that story became real, and just the entire backstory itself. I thought it was really cool how traveling gypsy woman brought her son who had this curse you know silas he was the wolf man and then the Hacketts burnt down the place trying to free him and then and then they ended up getting um infected with it which then spread throughout the family and to other people and started this curse of the werewolves and all that so and i think it was always really interesting especially with After each chapter, you would meet the hag of Hackett's Quarry, and you would talk to her, you'd give her the secret cards, and if you did have a card, she'd yell at you. And she would kind of slowly build this story in a way about talking about Silas. And you'd see her in the background of things, like when the car's about to crash, or if you're like looking through a window or it's a stressful situation, you'll see her kind of like in the background, or if like moving throughout the forest like a ghost. And I really liked that. I thought they were, did a great job building the story, building this world of Hackett's Quarry and Kil and Northkill. So I think they did a just amazing job building that up and explaining the curse. Now the backstory on the Hacketts is kind of confusing. I didn't choose to dig down into that. I chose to focus more on the curse. So I don't know much about that, but it was there for you to learn. Like when you're in the rum tunnels and you find out they were um, like kind of bootleggers um like i didn't decide to go down that route and kind of learn more about their history i decided to focus more on the curse in my playthrough but i still liked how they gave you the option to learn about the hackets and build this world in a way build this history this path this timeline which i think they did a great uh, great job on so i think they just really sold it with the whole um curse thing the curse was really well done and greatly explained because you're slowly learning over time. And I did this throughout the whole game. I was constantly making theories. Like, oh, well, is that... Like when they, when the hunters who you originally, in my opinion, thought were bad and then slowly learned they're good. You're like, at least anytime, in any chase sequence, I was always letting them catch me until I accidentally killed the mom. And then they actually started coming after us to kill us. So they would as they labeled it blood us and they would throw wolf's blood on us to cover our scent to hide us from the werewolves everybody in the game was always fearful of them thinking they were trying to get us but in reality they were just trying to help us and protect us and save us there were a lot of regrets i had with the how i acted with the hunters in the beginning and even towards the end when i accidentally killed the mom when in reality they were just trying to save us and i misread the situation so it was really dynamic in a way because these characters are all of them are fearing and i tried my best to try and get them on the same side as the hunters to help protect everybody and not be scared so all these qte's sections i'm like no 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 no, no. let them let them get you because they're trying to help so i really think they did a good job with the uh the hunters and all that and the plot twist with them i'm like oh they're not actually because when i first saw them you see them like covered in blood you like jeremiah i think his name was and bobby they're like covered in blood and then they're like wiping blood on their face. I'm like, oh great, okay, these are the killers. Like, yeah, there's monsters out here, like in Until Dawn, but there's also these killers. Hunt out like Hillary hunters out here, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type thing. So that's what I originally thought. And then as you slowly go on, you're like, wait a minute, why didn't they kill them? Or why did they why were they helping him? So it was really good. And I feel like they could have helped Nick, but instead I chose to stop them as I thought they were bad so it slowly built up and I love that plot twist like oh no they're not actually these scary villains they're actually trying to help and protect us and they're in the Hackett family trying to end the curse that they started or they started they let spread so I really like that um and I, like I said I loved trying to figure out the story building these theories like I, like I said with the blood I'm like what does the blooding do and then as I slowly go I'm like I think it's probably to cover our scent, which is why they're putting wolf's blood on us, so that they can't find the werewolves can't find us as easy, and allows us to hunt and traverse the wilderness a bit more. So I really like that. I love building theories about how the curse started, what happened to these characters, uh, who is this character, like the sheriff who Ted Raimi played, like who is he in all this? Because t- in the beginning he was just like a nobody, like oh he's just a cop. But as it went on and you got more of the backstory, you find out who he is and you're like trying to learn and piece together through dialogue and conversation and looking at all these different um, like clues and like kind of like hints to who he was. And I loved trying to figure out the story as I went along instead of them just outright like, oh, yeah, he's uh, one of the Hackett's. He's the brother of Chris, all this like instead of them just telling us now they do eventually tell you, but they give you all this stuff to kind of learn and teach yourself, and try and theorize and figure it out for yourself before they outright come out and tell you. Now, there were some things I theorized. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how this worked. And then as it goes on, I'm like, oh, okay, turns out I was wrong. I got, I must have misunderstood, or I missed something. So there were a lot of things in there that I think really built the story and allowed you to learn and and show you instead of just outright telling you, which I absolutely loved. I love trying to piece together this story. So, the cards now i am split with the cards i loved finding them anytime i was in a new chapter i was trying to find as many cards as possible i thought there was only one in a level but it turns out there are multiple i think i've found four in a level before in one of the chapters so i missed a lot of cards but pretty much what happens when you miss a card is the hag of hackett's quarry or the mother of silas who kind of started this whole thing she Is asking you for the cards now I have no idea what happened Uh, if you get all the cards I never found all of the cards my first playthrough so and there were some chapters I didn't find any and I had one instance where it wouldn't let me grab it like I was spamming a as fast as possible and it just wouldn't give it to me so there were a few instances where I couldn't get a card because of a glitch but I still loved looking for them because the way they work is they are like until dawn totems in a way. They show you a very brief clip of the future like that is a that's close that's soon to come. And a lot of these came true and I'm like, "Oh, okay. So Ryan and Laura fall or in this case Ryan fell down this shaft because of certain decisions. Now, that didn't happen. Ryan and Laura fell in instead of just Ryan Like I saw in the thing. So you kind of get to predict. You're like, okay, what steps can I take to avoid this? Like when Jacob's in the forest and he runs into a bear trap, you see that and you're like, okay. So you're thinking, like, okay, we're playing as Jacob now. We have to be more aware of bear traps because that is going to set something up for disaster and could possibly get us killed. So it definitely gives you that. Now, I didn't really use the cards all that much. I still looked at them and chose them randomly i don't know if there was like certain cards that showed certain options or could do something um or if they're just there and they just have descriptions i wasn't really sure about that but i while i did use that i didn't really look at them because most of the choices that i saw in in the scenes play out in the crystal ball after using the cards never really came to fruition for me i think it only happened twice but i still liked it because it definitely kept my mind always on that clip while playing Like when I was playing as Jacob and I saw the clip of him stepping on a bear trap when I started playing and he's running through the forest. I'm like, okay, instead of running, I should probably hide because if I run, I'll get caught in a bear trap and then the werewolf will get me. I still got caught in a bear trap and I probably should have run. But, you know, it's like the learning of it and definitely like thinking like, okay, this happens. I need to make sure this doesn't happen because this could end in this character dying or getting infected. So I think that was really well done. I love the cards. There are some grievances I have with them, but we'll talk about them later. And speaking of which, let's go to the cons now, because I'm at a pros. So getting into the cons, this game had some issues, and I am putting that out there. Like I said before, this is in no way a perfect game. There were... Many very apparent issues, none that really affected gameplay, except a few glitches I found. But a lot of it was with the animation. And usually, I talk about games or movies or TV shows about like, oh, this had such good animation. And this, I'm not saying that. Like I said, sometimes on the close-ups or in the like scenery shots, like these landscapes, it looked good. Like there was good quality. I had the optimized version so i was playing that so it looked good but a lot of the times this game just didn't feel like it was re- it was finished it felt very patchy very unfinished very hard to render a lot of the times things like you'd be looking at like a map or a picture when you pick things up and it just wouldn't render like it would just be all pixelated or it would just be blurry or just have no texture at all and that happened a lot and eventually like it would flick back to what it would but then you'd put it down and then you'd have to go through that again just to see what it is. So it, there were a lot of problems with that. The animation was not good. And 2K prides themselves on always having such good quality animation and all of that good quality. It did not feel like that with this. That They did not live up to their word with this. The animation was very janky. Very janky. Like the characters, I, they always seemed like they were having a stroke. Their eye like their eye like with Ryan. Ryan was a very good example of this and the hag of haggits quarry. Ryan's like left side of his face would never really like do anything. Like his eye was like almost always closed or like wouldn't like when he would like look surprised, his eye would like barely open. He was like always like barely moving his mouth, and it like looked as though his left side of his face was always like drooping like he had a stroke. And that was how most characters were. Their eyes and mouth just never really did anything, or their face wouldn't render or texture like or get textured it would just kind of be like un- it would just feel it would just be untextured or they like their face wouldn't move right their eyes would be all janky their mouth wouldn't move right or it just would look weird um or they would just like shake like with the hag of hackett's quarry every time she would like get close to the camera and like you'd like get a close up her face her face would always be shaking like her like, character which is shake. Like, her face would just, like, start shaking. Not like, and it, it didn't seem to be a part of any story or look like she was, like, freaking out, like, because she's old. No, it, like, certain parts of her face would just twitch really fast or, like, shake, or her mouth or eyes just wouldn't move with the other one. Like, and this happened with a lot of characters. So the game, it, like, the characters in the animation was just really bad. Like, I, I don't want to say it. It didn't really inhibit my gameplay like it didn't stop anything it not didn't make it unplayable it was just like you're sitting there and you're just like oh my gosh like turn move the camera away like just get to the gameplay i don't want to see this anymore ryan's face like is ryan having a stroke because like it nothing the animation just wasn't good and that is what a lot a lot and a lot of people are saying about this game the animation felt rushed it felt as though they didn't do a good job or even put any well, i'm not saying they didn't put any time or effort but it didn't feel like they sat down and put enough effort into it. It felt as they, like they're claiming, oh, we have such good quality games. We make great animation. This game did not prove that in any way. There was a lot of animation issues. There was a lot of rendering issues where things just wouldn't look good and at all. Like the quality would just dip. Even with the optimized version on Xbox, and I've seen videos on PS5 and PC, it just wouldn't look good at all. I, I just didn't see any real time put into it that's what it seemed to me at least cuz the characters like at some like in the beginning of the game the quality when they would get like a close up of the eye would look good but like after that it just wouldn't look good like if, unless they were getting a close up of like half their face or just their eye there would it would almost always look pre- bad like it just wouldn't look good the animation was always janky it was just really poorly made and just felt sloppy and lazy like it seemed as though they finished the game a little early and they're or not like they finished it around when they should have. And they're like playing it and they're like, oh, this does not look good. And then they're just like, listen, we hit our deadline. We need to get this game out. We we can't, we don't have time to fix it. It's not inhibiting anything. We just we need to get it out. That's what it seemed to me. It seemed as though they didn't have time to fix it and they didn't want to delay the game to fix it. So I wish they had, in my opinion, because I think this game would have looked absolutely amazing. Because when it does, when the quality is good and they, it looks as though they put time into it, it looks so good, especially with the optimization. Like, the landscapes always look good, and when they di- when the characters weren't bugging out, it looked decent. Like, they, they actually had good quality, good graphics. But they just, I feel like they just didn't put enough time or effort into the actual animation of the characters. And for like that being the, you know, you're always seeing these characters and getting close ups, it just never was, it just didn't work. And I think they just rushed it, in my opinion, or didn't fix it. They were like, hey, it's fine. We can just, it's fine. Nobody will care. So that is my biggest pet peeve of this game is that I just feel like they should have put more time and effort into the animation. But anyway. Uh, moving on the characters now i said we i talk about this in the cons and this is what it is the cons are the the characters i mean very some of them there are okay let's just start off there are a lot of characters in this game more than i expected because you have pretty much the whole hackett family you have the werewolves and who's turning into who you have all the camp all the camp counselors and all that you have the sheriff who is also part of the Hackett family. Like you have a lot of characters and then you have like the ghosts and all that. that. Um, I feel like a lot of characters got absolutely no development in any way. Like they didn't explain the characters at all. Like Bobby. And I think his name was Jeremiah. Jeremiah. I don't even know what his name was. And I could be getting it wrong now. I didn't know until the end when they were showing how he died or that he was deceased because of my actions. Like, or Bobby, like they showed these, the two hunters who I thought were the killers. They showed them. They never got story or anything until you found out they're part of the Hackett's or even a name. Like, yeah, they would say, oh, come here, Bobby. But then all the characters would be in the room and you're like, who is Bobby? You never saw anybody show up. Like, there, there, there are like eight different new characters in here. Who is Bobby? Like, you didn't. Now, there were some, like, the main characters, like Travis, Chris, all the camp counselors, all that. And then you have the mother of the Hacketts, like she—I don't even think got a name. Like I don't even know her name. They just called her Ma the whole time. Like a lot of characters just did not get any development. Like I said, Jeremiah, you saw him since the beginning. He was a constant character. Him and Bobby, constant characters. You're always seeing them. They were big parts of the story. I didn't even know one of them, one of their names, and I didn't figure out till I heard or heard one di- one conversation, like they were these big characters that you saw all the time and you just never knew anything about them. Like they, they were just like, Oh yeah, put, put them in there. We don't, we don't need to explain them at all. So it, it felt lazy. their writing like they, they, they didn't mean they, they were a big part of the plot, but they didn't decide. They didn't tell us anything about them. Like he was like, Jeremiah was a father. Um, We don't know who the mother was. Was that the mother of Travis and all of them? Who really was he? Now I'm sure you could have dug more into that if you really decided to get into the history, but I wish they would have at least outright told us, "Oh, or like yeah, that's Jeremiah. This is Bobby. This is who, like, oh, the father of them. Like, in at least some dialogue of like exposition." But no, they didn't do anything. Like, even one conversation with Bobby and Jeremiah when they're out hunting in the very beginning of the game, like, "Oh, hey, Jeremiah, let's let's go out," or "Hey, Bobby, son, or whatever, you need to we we should go," or "Put some blood. Make sure to put some blood on you." Like, nothing. They didn't do that. And I wish they had really just developed characters more. Like, there were so many characters that I felt they just didn't do anything with. And I feel the same about Dylan, who is one of the main characters. He's one of the camp counselors. Like I said, he didn't have much character development. He just kind of, like, changed and became less funny as it went on and wasn't always cracking jokes. They didn't really change his character. Like, they kept him as that same, oh, secretly gay stereotype, and he's scared. Like, they they didn't change it like they did with Ryan, where he went from this brooding emo kid who didn't talk to anybody and was, everybody thought was kind of cool, but were scared to talk to him, to this, the leader really making sure he gets everybody safe and kept everyone alive, making these hard decisions, keeping everybody safe. No, they just, they just kept him alive. Like, with, um, Katie and Jacob, like, they got character development. Like, Katie's a great shot. She's really good with a gun. She's good in stressful situations. Jacob is secretly just self-conscious. He's very, like, he's very sensitive. Like, you, you see all these things. Abby, who is the artist, she didn't get much, but, like, her relationship with Nick and how he, at least in my playthrough, he got infected and how she changed her state of mind, like, after losing Nick. It just really poorly done for some of these characters and i wish they especially characters like i get it if they're like characters that die instantly like they die, they aren't part of the story i understand but characters you see until up until the very end at least give them some exposition like that that's i feel like that's very important like at least a name instead of at the end when they're like oh yeah this is what this guy's name is and he's dead by the way like these big characters that we just got nothing and got to hear nothing from Like, Jeremiah, we didn't hear him talk until the very end. He was always quiet. Same with Bobby. Like, they they never talked until, like, these few lines to the rest of the part of the family. And I'm like, really? Like, like, are we not going to acknowledge these characters? Like, they're always here. So I just feel like they should have done better character development with those characters and at least explain their characters more or at least, you know, introduce them to the player instead of just like, oh, yeah, here they are. These are big characters you know nothing about them have fun like they treated them as though they were extras when in reality they were always playing a big part in the story trying to protect everybody from the shadows everybody's thinking they're bad but they're really good trying to stop this curse always out there hunting them trying to stop it so that was another one of my pet peeves that i realized like towards the end of the game i'm like yeah they really should have explained these characters more like i'm sure depending on your conversations or what dialogue or paths you chose there are definitely ways you probably could have learned about them, but I feel like they should have just added that into the main story that everybody gets to see, everybody gets to hear, Because instead of just like, oh, yeah, you didn't choose to touch that bush, so now you don't get to know at all who these characters are, even though they're constantly in the game and constantly in the story and up in your face. So that was just another one I really wanted to express, and I feel like they could have done a better job with. Um. And like as a, just another quick thing, there were a few instances where I couldn't collect a card. I, it, and the one I remember the most was the strength card. I was spamming A because it like it wouldn't pick up because when you uh, pick up a card, they kind of like burn away into embers, and it wouldn't let me do it. And then eventually, the like quick time event went away, and I'm like, "What? I just missed this card, and now the the Hag of Hackett's Quarry is gonna yell at me because I didn't find her card." So there were a, very, a lot of instances where in chapters I couldn't pick up a card I don't know if that was a glitch I don't know if it was like oh you have to be like at a certain distance from away from it I don't know but that just happened a lot and that kind of frustrated me because it's like I'm trying to find all these cards and now I can't get them because you're just not letting me like I'm spamming a here and nothing's happening so um, and a few extra notes that I'm like thinking of off the top of my head. Um, one to add to the pros um, that I just thought of. I really like the QTE, like the quick time events. I really enjoyed them. I love quick time events in games. They always have like that bit of stress because you got to like act quick, especially the timed like uh, choices that you have to make. I really enjoy those because those are the paths. Like you choose one or the other and you are changing the path. You are changing your future depending on which one you choose. And you have a time limit. You got like, 30 seconds to pick one of these two options and one of them will lead to somebody's death or this will save all of them. Like something will happen like these big events. And I love those. Obviously it's a quick time event game, very consequence heavy. So I feel obviously that's important, but I think they were done very well. Um, And I love the quick time events. I never had bugs with them other than the thing with the cards, but those weren't really important in a way. Like they were important, but they weren't like going to kill a character over it. So, um, and I said, previously just an extra note this game was merciless like they did not care about your opinions or like what you decided because the one i had the main instance i remember is max we had just killed chris laura had just killed chris as a werewolf which uh, cured max of his curse of being a werewolf and then he's on the island you see am i it for me emma's dead because max i killed her i let max kill her um so and then like as soon as he changes back, I'm like, oh, OK, uh, yeah, you could swim across. Uh, he can help. He can help go help Laura like that'll give her some character. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, Max, you're alive. The curse worked. Uh, Ted Raimi was right, you know, sheriff. And then it, he swam over and then right as he gets to the other side, he climbs himself out of the lake and Caleb as a werewolf instantly kills him. Like, I Im- mean, immediately, like he gets revived for like 10 minutes in game time and then he's dead. And then he's dead instantly, and there's, he didn't get Like he got bit, but he got—he didn't get infected. He just actually died. So this game is merciless. It doesn't really care. It's like, yep, you. Uh, here's a really easy choice. Like you, you get two choices. You can think about it all you want, but if you do this one, you are dead. Like you, this character will die, even though you just got him back. So it, it's it's merciless. And I just wanted to bring that up. I didn't think that was a bad thing. But I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Really, Max just got revived, and now you're gonna kill him again? And like I said, all choices are final in this game. Unless you are literally going to restart the game, your choices are final. So, Max died. So, yeah. (laughs) So, and another thing, it wasn't really scary, in my opinion. Now, I'm big on horror. I don't really get scared from horror movies or horror games all that easily. So it makes sense for me but i n- never got scared like even with the jump scares never really got jump scared like it didn't make me jump only one got me but that was in the very beginning but after that i'm like all right um cool jump scare it was very predictable the jump scares is like all oh, the build up the tension move, move uh, stops and then ooh boom there there's the jump scare so they're always very predictable there weren't many jump scares but there were times where they did it and i'm like okay that was lame like that didn't really that didn't get me at all So, I'm sure to some people it would get them, but it just didn't get me. So, I didn't really find the game scary at all, honestly. Like, I felt it it was tense and very stressful, but I didn't really find it scary at all. So, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, That could just be a me thing. Some people could think this is terrifying. I just don't think it was all that scary. I think it was more just a thriller. Like, it was very stressful and intense instead of scary. So, it was gory. Like, when you blow the mother's face off with a shotgun like that's it's gory when you see the you know the werewolves transform so it's it's bloody and all that but i wouldn't really call it scary so it's kind of like saw like it's gory but it's not scary it's just intense that's kind of how this was it was more of a thriller in my opinion and that could have been what they were going for but i felt the way they did some things really made it seem like it was supposed to be super scary but i just don't think it was done as well But again, that could just be a me thing. That's just my personal opinion. You could find it to be the scariest game ever made. But in my opinion, I just don't think it was all that scary. And I got through it pretty easily without being jump scared. But that's about it for this episode. My final rating for this game. And I, like I said, I had a lot of pros. I hated on it a lot. There were a lot of things that should have been fixed or should not or should have been very obviously not missed and should have been fixed. changed but honestly i really enjoyed this game i had a blast playing it i haven't sat down and just in the dark played for hours and hours on end Uh, i haven't played a game like that in a very long time so it was nice to do that and i really enjoyed the characters and i loved just learning the story so while i did hate on it a lot and there were a lot of pretty big things that i feel like should have been changed or big cons and all that I'm going to give this game an 8 out of 10. Like I said, I really, I really enjoyed this and I think the pros definitely outweigh the cons. There was nothing that made this game unplayable or unbearable. There were some things that were annoying and just didn't look good, but in in all honesty, I don't think they really affected my game my enjoyment of the game at all. Like yeah, it got annoying sometimes, but really I was there for the story and the characters and like the the like the thriller the thrill of it. So I really think that the pros outweigh the cons in this one and I'm giving it an 8 out of 10 because it, I would have given it a 9 out of 10 but I think the the animation and gl- and some of the glitches were really and you know the character development for some characters I think was really lacking and I think they should have done a better job on that but I really do think the pros outweigh the cons there are more pros than there are cons in this and I think that this game is really really good and well done in terms of story yes there were some things they should have fixed or spent more time on but i still think this game was good so eight out of ten is my final rating for this i hope you guys did enjoy make sure to tune in next week on we upload every sunday and if you want follow i think that's how it works on spotify give us five stars share it with your friends like i said we post every sunday we do reviews we do comparisons we explain anime powers We do all this cool stuff, so if you guys are interested in any of that, check out the previous episodes or wait till next week when we have new episodes. I hope you guys have a good day, and I'll see you next week.